Hey everyone, hi, hello, it is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. I am sitting here with Lisa Schwartz, repeat guest. Oh, thank you, everyone. Thank you. It's weird that I cram a whole studio audience yeah. into this dining room, it isn't really it? It really is. What's yeah. weirder is I can't figure out where they are. I know. Yeah. Does it creep you out? Are they under the table? They could be. Yeah, it does. They move around. Yeah. They're on them. They're a, a nomadic, invisible studio audience. Fantastic. It's the trend that people are going towards these so, days. You're so hip, Allison. Well, I like to stay on the cutting edge. Yeah. Um, so you are actress, YouTuber, owner of a children's theater. Yeah, that's right. Uh, someone who's held a ton of different jobs. Sure, yes. And in fact, you are now the star of Party Girl on Freeform and This Isn't Working on a- on ABC. I'm so impressed by Which you. are kind of the same, actually, aren't they? They're like the same, but different. Like ice cream, but different flavors, kind of. Okay. Right? Oh, which flavor is which which flavor is Freeform? Well, Freeform's like the hip teen one. Oh, what so are like, the hip teens that's eating? Like, well, they're really just eating Starbucks <laughs> and their feelings. And uh, yeah, the other one is like a little more generic. So like a Neapolitan? Or is that sure. too generic? No, that's like, that's old school. I know. Yeah. My, I, I go old school with my ice cream references. Um, I'm hungry. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is reminding me that in Party Girl, there's a scene where you are defending Rocky Road to someone who's all that's about right. vanilla. He loves vanilla. Yeah. But what I was going to say before I got on the ice cream tangent, which I want to return to kind of, was part, in both Party Girl and This Isn't Working, you explore like a bunch of jobs. Yes, because basically my whole 20s was that. I did every single job possible so that I didn't have to get a real job. Right. You know? A real job would have been like... Like, um, you know, a waitress or worked at a coffee shop or anything nine to five I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to like do things that had little to no commitment. But what's interesting is when I last talked to you and for, um, for, for people who've been following along uh, ardently... That's a weird word to use. Um, (laughs) Lisa was the first Monday show guest that I recorded in Dining Room Studios as opposed to in Glendale. That's right. Yeah. Thanks uh, again. Seminal. Yeah. Who knows where those cops came (laughs) from? They could have come from inside your pants. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nothing comes from there. It's really sad down there. But when we last talked, um, you you were doing... T- prime time in no time oh my that gosh right? yes i was wor- i was hosting for yahoo and that was a job where you had your own office that was and yes. i hated it and we were talking about like the emails the clean out your fridge emails that you would get in the whole like it was a real nine to five job right exactly and people got so excited when it was donut day which we did a little bit and this isn't working like there's a scene and this isn't working where sh- my character like gets a, jo- a real job in an office mm-hmm. and everything in there was things that happened at yahoo where i was like i this isn't for me we didn't have windows i just ate all day because they had (laughs) endless snacks it wasn't healthy was it necessary for you to be there all day no but work but did they want you to be there all day but they did yeah why i don't know i think it's corporate okay 
They're so like, just in case a story comes in, just in case something crazy happens on The View today, you know? <laughs> Did that happen ever? Oh, sure. There's always something crazy going on in The View. Did you hear this that? a plug for The View. Candace Cameron is leaving The View. I didn't even know she was on it. <laughs> well, I didn't until I saw her Instagram that said she was leaving. Oh, because she's doing Fuller House too? She said that she was too busy. Oh, good for her. Here's my question, though. When that happens, is it ever like, do you ever truly leave a job like that because you're just too busy? I really highly doubt it. Unless you're just, no, she's probably not getting treated the way she wanted to get treated. Right. Not making enough money? No. Yeah, I mean, the question is whose decision was it? Yeah. We I feel like it's more this. Yeah, it's more than just, I think it's probably more than just, a, oh, you know what though? I think she said she, could, she couldn't do the bi-coastal thing anymore. Just too exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough life. Right. So you hated the Yahoo job. You know, I liked the actual job, like that when I actually worked, but that was about five minutes within, mm-hmm. you know, five hours of being there. Right. And I liked the people, but it was time to move on. Gotcha. Yeah. And also I was commuting. And in LA, commuting is just such a nightmare. And now I understand why people are so angry all the time. Where were you commuting from? Because Yahoo's on the west side. Yeah, yes. it's in Santa Monica. I was coming from the valley every day. Oh, that's a real tough drive. It's like miserable. People get so angry and I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really... Yes. Yeah. So- Life's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to stay in the valley forever. So... This isn't working in Party Girl. I watched all of Party Girl last night. Oh my gosh. Thank really you. Really enjoyed it. Um, all 10 episodes. However, both of them fe- are short little episodes. They are. Like how long is each episode? And oh. and it's a multi-part question. Okay. How long is each episode? Okay. And what's going on with this trend towards super short episodes? Because being a thousand years old myself, I'm like, well, this is novel. Well, you look great for Thank a thousand you. years old. Thank you. Um, I think a lot of these networks wanted to get in the digital space. So this was their way of doing it. They wanted like high quality content, but in short form so that my audience on YouTube would enjoy right. it. But now I think that they're over that. Like now when I'm your taking, audience or um, the industry, the industry, I think okay. now and also my audience, they want to see more. So I think this was like a nice little like opening of the door to what's possible. But I think now you'll start seeing longer versions of things but yeah we did 10 10 minute episodes so okay 100 minutes that's math um is like what's the process like writing a 10 minute episode because it's different than youtube where it's not a linear story really right and youtube i just like open my mouth and hope something comes out <laughs> usually it does uh, mediocrely uh is that a word mediocrely mediocre Medi- it really should be mediocrely. I don't. Okay. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Describes it me. Feel, it's, it doesn't sound like a word, but Medi- it, it sounds Medi- like it needs to be. There needs to be a word for how to. If you're doing something in a mediocre Medi- fashion, well, how do you say it? Mediocrely <gasps> is a word. Clap it. Hang on. People under the table. So we, might some, we might have something. There we go. Yeah. Mediocrely. Mediocrely. Woo! It's M E D I O C R E L Y. Why did it sound off? It to sounded us? really bizarre. Yeah. It sounds very made up. Mediocrely. I like, I like it. it. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. So I actually partnered with a writer by the name of Lacey Friedman for Party Girl. She writes on the Goldbergs and she's brilliant. So I sort of just spewed out all my thoughts and ideas and stories because I worked as a birthday party princess for years and years mm-hmm. and years. And uh, she was the one to craft it into 10 minutes of brilliance. And I think she did a really good job of it Feel, they feel full to me. Right. You know, they feel like a little story. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I can't take the credit for that one. And then, so tell us about Party Girl and tell us about This Isn't Working. Okay, so Party Girl is about my life as birthday party entertainer. And what's fucking great. Can you say yes, that? Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just comes out. Uh, what's awesome is the lady who hired me originally off of Craigslist was selling her company right when we were starting to shoot. So we bought all of the costumes and all of the props. So I'm actually wearing the dresses I wore when I used to work the job. Oh, wow. So, so the lady, that's a little fun fact. You were hired to be a party princess off of Craigslist? Off of Craigslist, yeah. That sounds... I still talk to her. She thinks this is hilarious. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Like um, the garage is designed after the garage that I took the like everyone over there to see it. Uh-huh. So that was pretty cool. And then this isn't working just came along we just like randomly pitched it to maker who then helped us pitch it to abc and they like loved it and it just sort of happened and those are based on all the other jobs i had in my Mm -hmm. life including being a personal assistant to a 16 year old (laughs) i did not know that that's a real job who was the 16 year old she was an agent's daughter (laughs) and i got paid to (laughs) teach her how to drive which was terrifying that's not a personal assistant i I mean i guess it is closet i drove her to school and picked her up from school and it was the high school i used to go to oh wow it was super embarrassing and she was just like way cooler than me like i'm still intimidated by her she just got engaged too damn it she got engaged before me she did everything before me she had her first boyfriend before me and grant i was like 10 years older than her did you learn anything from her (laughs) um no not much i just learned that like i didn't have as cool of a childhood as she did (laughs) was she happy I don't think so. I think that's why I was hired. Yeah. Good. Um, that was mean of me. That's just, I'm, this is just, it's just not a personal assistant. You were sort of like a. I was like a like baby. Her, I was yeah. a glorified babysitter. But right. they like to call it a personal assistant. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yes, I accident. Okay. Tell me what you would do in this situation. I received an email from a magazine that uh, was like, so glad you can join us for the brunch this weekend and the photo shoot's going to be here and blah, blah, blah. And, and for a second, I was like, did my agent forget to tell me about something? <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I just was not supposed to receive this email. It was like a, it went out to a group of women and it was intended for some other Allison. Did you go? No, I didn't go. That'd be amazing. <laughs> just oh You're God. on the cover of the photo oh or the magazine. God. That would have been so funny. If yeah, you should gone. have followed through. No, but there was an attachment. Okay. Would you have opened it? Yeah. Of course you do, right? Yeah. Okay. Even though I knew it wasn't for me, though. I had to. But you so, opened the email. It was too late. You yeah. opened the email. What was in the attachment? So the attachment was the names of all, like, I think it was a story about high-powered personal assistants in Hollywood. Oh. So it was, like, the names and contact info of all the personal assistants, and then also whether they could bring, I don't know who was throwing the brunch, but they needed more seating. So it's like, if you could bring seating, let us know. So so it was an Excel file, and it was, like, the name, you know, number, seating, 
yes no and then like a space to put like I'll, i'm gonna bring a poof or a, a p-o-u-f yeah is it yeah. a poof or a puff i don't know i think it's a poof someone was gonna bring a poof and then someone <laughs> like most people just put no though and i was like that's really not helpful what kind of per- you know you're not being a good personal assistant <laughs> to not bring this is so funny then again though like imagine can you come to a lunch and and can you bring and can you bring a chair but then it was who the person is the personal assistant to and it was amusing to me how much these people were oftentimes like personal assistants to the spouse of someone famous. Oh, like they were not even interesting or personal assistant. Like they were, they were alongside celebrity, but it, they were just a personal assistant to the non-celebrity. Right. How much do people need personal assistance? How much? Like how many things do you have to do during the day that you need help with? I don't know. Like, I can get my own laundry yeah. or whatever, you know? I've actually had people say to me, like, oh, you don't have an assistant or you don't have an intern or... I don't. No, I feel... Like, yeah, that's why you have a husband. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's conceivable that some of these personal assistants are working sort of like how you did, like, in a nanny or other Yeah, role. I guess so. Did you save all the numbers? Are we going to prank call them now? I mean, I, yes, of course, I, I just do still have the attachment. <laughs> You're going to have to send that to me. I have the attachment in case I need it I want someday. the lady with the poof. Yeah, I know. Who brings a poof? Everyone else is sitting in tall chairs. I know. And one sad person has to sit on the poof. You're on a, it's like a foot and a half off the floor. <laughs> they're very oh. trendy and they're very expensive. The yes. I've Amazoned late night a poof. They're expensive. They're like 500 bucks for a poof. And are they... To sit on or are they... Is it a footstool? I think they're like Ottomans. I think it's just there. Like, I think it's one of those, like, you don't... No one really... Right. You just have it. It's just eating up floor space. Yeah. But lest you get invited to this high-powered assistant lunch... You have a reason for that. Yeah. (laughs) Finally. You're You're the bell of the bowl. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Okay. I really should have gone, though. I should have shown up. You should have shown up. What are you thinking? You got invited. (laughs) I know. Did you write back like this I is the did, wrong? Oh, yeah. you're, you're a good person. I um, I debated not doing that. I, so I used to work at a magazine, and the publisher of the magazine was also named Allison. And I received an email that was meant for her one time. Uh, it was like to six different people or something, and she was one of them, and it went to me. And I didn't say anything about it because I figured these five other people on the email will realize. And also, I like I didn't want to. I don't know. It was we. It was weird. My reaction. I just I didn't want to like shame the email sender. I just right. was like, I'm going to pretend I never got this. And then I got an email from her saying, "Hey, did you happen to get this email? Like that was meant for me?" And I was like, "Oh, yes, I did." But I fe- I can't remember if she actually said any. I think it was like in the future, can you forward them to me? Like I felt guilty. Oh, so now you're going to have to forward every email. <laughs> Even if it's like f- just for you, you forward <laughs> them anyways. You just feel guilty. Yeah. I f- she, she, re- she now gets a copy of all my emails, even though I no longer work there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. Now I just think it's sort of if, if it's something where I know that the person who sent it probably meant it for someone else, I just want to let them know. Yeah. So, oh, 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 I forgot about this part. This is the part I forgot about. I actually had emailed in the past with the person who sent it because she used to be in a... She's now oh, a so different... your name just like popped up when yes, she... Yes. I think it just kind of auto-corrected. Yeah. Do you let someone know if, if you accidentally get an email? I don't know if I've ever accidentally gotten an oh. email. How special for you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So 
So party girl, this isn't working. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, when we last talked, you were still living with Shane. I was. Oh, my God. So long ago. I know. Yeah. So that was crazy. He's been back since. Yes. He's been back a couple times. This is Shane Dawson we're talking about. Yeah. He's just the greatest. We broke up. And then he decided that he also likes boys. So it was a really interesting. Uh, it's been an interesting few years. But it worked out for the best. Like, really. It just, like, I don't. I don't really know how to explain it, but he's still like my very best friend and we're so proud of each other and he like lives up the street and he's like my family now. So it was just like this very strange four years of my life. Mm. So you guys broke up before he realized that he was bisexual. Yeah, sort of. And then and then we kind of like didn't tell the internet for a while because you had broken up. Whew, that was that was <laughs> the harder part, really, because um, these kids, you know, the people that listen are really loyal fans and they really liked us together and it was kind of like scared like I was scared I was scared people were gonna hate me Mm -hmm. even though like it was such a mutual like beautiful thing so then uh once he decided to come out to the internet like then we kind of added our relationship as well and it went over pretty well what was your experience of the whole thing like how did that feel both to to break up and then also to then find out that he's questioning sexuality um, I think we both kind of always kind of knew he like dealt with depression, which I'm sure he's talked about before. And we couldn't quite like put our finger on why. And like, I couldn't make it better. Mm-hmm. And it was that was really difficult. And so we fought a lot because he was angry. I was then I was angry. And it was just like, there was a lot of that that happened mm-hmm. that people didn't know about because we didn't put that on camera. Right. So there was like a sense of like relief when he kind of it was like a weight off of his shoulder and then it was like a weight off my shoulder because I, I c- wanted to take care of him and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. So once like he sort of let that part out, it was like both of us sort of were given this gift of like relief. Um, but I mean, any breakups really hard and our lives were so intertwined and we lived together. We had a dog together and like uh, we talked about marriage at one point. So it was definitely like not easy. And then having to tell the the audience that we we're doing that. I mean, that was devastating. I was freaked out. And he just, like, made a video without much warning. Mm -hmm. So I just, like, kind of had the rug ripped out. Um, But again, that was his prerogative, and he needed to sort of have that conversation with his viewers. So, yeah, it's super complicated. I mean, breakups are hard to begin with. So then the added layer of him finding this out about himself, and then the added layer of the internet, I mean... I drank a lot of vodka <laughs> and ate a lot of French fries like that week. But I think ultimately like everything happens for a reason and I like don't regret a moment of it. He right. taught me so much about myself and about the internet and, you know, and the people that follow us have been pretty awesome. The only thing is, and we talked about this before, he now has a relationship and he's very vocal about it on mm-hmm. the internet and everyone's super supportive. But if I post a picture with any other dude, even if it's a friend, everyone's like, no, Shane, Shane. I'm like, let me have love too. So it's like he's allowed to do it, but I'm not. So I don't know if I'll ever like reveal to the internet if I'm dating again. That's it's just, so interesting. So yeah. they want you back with him, even though he is now with a dude. Yeah. But they love him with the dude. Like, right. it's this very strange. Do you think it's a double standard? Totally. I'm not allowed to have love. <laughs> yeah, is it's it really a double bizarre. standard or is it about their relation? Like, is it because you're a woman or is it um, just about their relationship with Shane? And you, I think it's think? just people love Shane so much that it's like, that's all they want, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm grateful that they still watch my videos and stuff, but I can't have a boyfriend on the internet, which is probably healthier. You know? like <laughs> yeah. I can keep that under under wraps, under the table with the clumpers. <laughs> is that hard, though? Because you're a pretty open person. Yes and no. I mean, it was such a public relationship for so long. I mean, we shared a lot on the mm-hmm. internet, pretty much everything, that it's like kind of nice to have something to myself because otherwise I put everything else out there. So... I don't know if I want to put someone through that. Right, right. So during the time that you were with Shane, did you sometimes wonder like, is he, is he for sure into me? Well, no, that's not, that's not what I mean to ask. I'm like dancing around what I'm trying to ask. Did you wonder if he might be gay or bisexual is what I mean to ask. Yeah, I think when we first started dating, like definitely because he has that stereotype about him just from the start. I mean, he dresses up in women's clothes on the internet and like, uh, it was sort of a point of contention. Uh, is that right? Uh, when yes. we first started dating, because I think he knew a lot of my friends and family were asking that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was kind of offensive. And I don't think he quite knew um, when we started dating. But, you know, there was moments where I was like, why are we not doing this or that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, was, I trusted our love and I like, I don't think any of it was fake. And um, we had a sex life and it was a romantic life. So there was definitely times when it came in and out. But overall, like, I think... We had what we had, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but when we were like sharing clothes, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So to go back to what we were talking about before, what are all the odd jobs that you had? Oh, gosh. Okay. So everything pretty much in that show, I, uh, let's see. I was a birthday party princess. I was a bubble master. I showed up to people's houses and made bubbles. And that was really stressful because <laughs> if you fuck it up, like, you fuck it up. Did you have some kind of intense bubble training? Yes. It was like a two-week training course okay. for real. And then I did the job once and I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> you have to like lug gallons of bubble water in your car, two gallons, and a kiddie pool. And at the time, in a very small car. So I was like packed in with all my shit. <laughs> and then like little me trying to like carry everything was a nightmare. Um, I, I was like one of those people that try to get your kids to go to some phony like workshop, which I feel really guilty about where you like go into Target, you're like, your kid could be a star. Have you ever <laughs> thought of it? And then you give them a card and right. if they come in with your name, you make money. Um, and what happened at the workshop? They sold them headshots or something. Yeah. It's one of those like John Robert Powers things right. or whatever. Uh, they just like scam you. So I did that one day. A lot of these jobs I only did for one day. And then I was like, I, this is not Where would you me. find out about them? Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Where all the magic happens. <laughs> uh, Try to get people to get their weed cards back in the day by doing the same thing. Just really, you know, inventive stuff here. Did you Make enjoy being a party princess? I actually did. It was pretty cool. It was before like GPS was really around though. So we had to carry around Thomas guides <laughs> and I would get lost all the time because you would go all over LA and one day you'd be on one side and then to the other side. I got in a car accident once dressed as a princess. People were pulling over taking pictures. <laughs> I ran out of gas dressed as a clown once. That was super embarrassing. I got hit on a ton. Some old man saw me changing from Tinkerbell to Belle in the car <laughs> and then told me he saw me changing. I mean, it was like... You know, yeah, it was an experience for sure. So in Party Girl, um, people don't want to wear the bear costume. Was yes. that based on reality? I just never wanted to wear any of those head costumes because it's awful and you can't breathe mm-hmm. and you have acne afterwards. <laughs> so it was kind of that. Yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, were the kids nice? 
I think the kids mostly are nice. They're excited if they believe that you really are the person and you like make their little life. But there's always those few bratty kids that are like, that's not real. You're not real. And I'm like, well, you're not real. You know? <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, pretty nice. Right. So what are you most excited about now or like working towards? Because um, I think when we last talked, you had you were doing the Yahoo thing. But for the most part, I thought of you as a YouTuber. Yeah. But and I still think of you as a YouTuber, but with these shows now I it's like YouTuber but also actress. Although you always were actress. Yeah, I always wanted to do acting and then I fell into this YouTube thing and it kind of like took off and became sort of a full-time job and I have such bad anxiety which I kind of told you about. I can't audition. I really have a tough time. And it's like not just like I'm scared. It's like I physically get mm-hmm. like really weird. I like can't get the, like it's like a physical reaction. So like a panic attack. I kind of get a panic attack. And it's so sad because it's like I, you have to do that to do the work. And I know I could do the work. Yeah. I just like I ha- really have a hard time getting past that. So this has been like such a great door opener for me to be able to just like okay I can't do it so I'm just gonna create like find my own way around it Mm -hmm. so um that's been really interesting and maybe I'll try auditioning now that I'm a little bit like more experienced right um but yeah so I'm gonna just continue to create things and hopefully something lands have you had anxiety attacks at auditions uh, I don't know if they're like the full on anxiety attacks, but like when I get there, it's like all of a sudden everything just drops and I like become shaky and it's, it's like every typical and I like just don't do the work well. I mm-hmm. get it out, but it's like, it's just not my best. Right. And I'm like, f- like visibly nervous. Mm-hmm. It's like no one wants to hire the visibly nervous girl, you know? Yeah. I, um, I don't love audition. I don't go on many auditions anymore. Well, certainly not pregnant, but even before that, I, i find that I don't go on them that often. And then I always think like, oh, I should be auditioning. And then I think, but if I got called tomorrow to go on an audition, I wouldn't want to do it because I don't like them. But there are people who love auditions and they, who are, who are really good at auditions and they work all the time. Yeah. And I don't know how to be one of those people. I'm just not. Me either. Even just getting dressed to get one is like, oh fuck, man. And then you go in the room and like, it is that stereotype where everyone looks like you and you're just like, what am I like? What is this? So depressing. Yeah. It's so depressing. Yeah. It's tough. So I was like, I'll just make a show and hope for the best. So then I made two. So um, what was the pitching process like for these shows? And I know that Shane is a producer on Party Girl, right? Yeah, Shane came in on Party Girl really early on. I told him about the idea and he was like, oh, this is great. You got to do it. So we kind of took it to my managers and then we met Lisey. And then from there, Shane kind of hopped out and Lisey and I took it and we pitched it. I pitched it to New Form, which is like Ron Howard's mm-hmm. uh, company. And they loved it and they they were going to pilot it and then they ended up selling it before we pilot it to maker and so then we just shot it It was like a pretty easy sell process and abc was even easier that this isn't working it was crazy we just like walked in and they're like we love it we're like uh okay and do you just did you have something shot that you showed them or did no you just, told, just tell an them idea. The idea yeah i think having a youtube background and an audience is really nice it, like, right again opens the door even though on youtube i just like make fart jokes and, <laughs> you know what i mean like it doesn't quite equate but right. they were willing to take a chance which is great and you tell them the idea and did you also say we are envisioning 10 minute episodes or was that them that was them yeah short form had you initially thought half hour 
I mean, everyone, I would love to do half hour. And I think next, like the next pitch we do, I'm going to push for that just to keep growing and moving forward. Right. But uh, I think we knew those companies wanted a Mm -hmm. shorter form. Yeah. So do you already have more ideas? For but of course, <laughs> I always have like 12 ideas in my back pocket. That's so good. Go. How do you, yeah. where do you come up with them? I don't know. I'm a maniac. I'm a workaholic. I just, I don't know. It just happens. I'm always, I, you know, I grew up in a neurotic Jewish home where it's like, wh- what's next? What's next? Like, how are you going to make money? How did It's like, we were never like poor. Like we were always fine, but it was always like, okay, what's next? How are we going to make money? So like, I just come from this mentality where it's like, I just got to keep going and make a million things. Your dad's a divorce attorney, right? He is. God, good memory. Did that make you cynical about love or marriage at all do you think oh totally and my parents are divorced but not legally divorced because according to my dad it makes sense monetarily for them to still be together so they're like still legally together but they've been divorced for like 15 years okay that's amazing that your dad's a divorce attorney who's like let's not actually (laughs) go all the way with this (laughs) it's yeah it's pretty fucked yeah i definitely have a skewed opinion i'm a little afraid of do you want to get married i just i like don't envision it which is kind of weird do you want kids I think so. I don't know how you're doing that. That scares me, though. Oh, it's yeah. I'm a hypochondriac. Like, I can't believe. <laughs> like, do you Google every second? Um, I actually, I'm not normally a hypochondriac. I'm someone who worries about all the people around me, but I don't yeah. worry about myself. Um, I have become a little more of a hypochondriac because I'm pregnant, because now it's like I'm worried about the baby, which right. is like is worried about me, but isn't worried about me. So yeah, I do a fair amount of Googling. Um, but what's weird is I'll get bent out of shape or I'll get freaked out by symptoms that are typical. Like I'll be like, oh, I feel out of breath. And that freaks me out, even though that's normal. Or like my ankles are so swollen. That can't be normal, even though that is the, yeah, yeah it's, it's known. Like the stereotype. Yeah, exactly. So it's weird I think it's just there's so many changes with your body so fast that it's yeah. it's confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, I remember you were afraid of doctors. Oh, yeah. Still. God, you're so good at this. Well, full disclosure, I listened to our episode Okay. Again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how long am I going to sit here letting her think I, I have literally amazing can't memory? remember what I did like two <laughs> seconds ago. No, I can't it's do that. Awful. That's why I go back and listen. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I am still afraid of doctors. Although I went to the dermatologist today. And I did good. I was proud of myself. But what is the fear? I have no, I think it's being out of control. Mm-hmm. I don't like being, I need to like, I would rather like something happen to me when I'm like at home by myself than in front of people. I guess that's called social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Also being a performer. Yeah. I think, you know. Why did I choose this? <laughs> it makes no sense. No, 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 no. I think that I'm saying I think performers have Oh, sure. That. But yeah. why did we choose? Like, it's like we're putting ourselves out there. Because you know what it is? But we're so, I'm so introverted. It's like, it's like in real life, in normal social situations, I don't know what to do with my arms or how to be a human being. However, I'm going to choose a job where I get paid to pretend to be a human being, but all the variables are controlled. That's true. Like this, like you and I are having a conversation. Yeah. However, once this goes off, like I can't make eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, podcasting, I feel like it's like, look, we're going to have a conversation, but we're going to, but it's, it's a professionalized conversation. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. It makes it easier. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So the fear of, di- it's a fear of being out of control. Um, 
Which, you, like, now I've learned that so many people have so many different, like, weird fears. Yeah. I have a friend who's afraid of pooping in public, but not, like, going to the bathroom in public, but, like, having to go. Like, all oh. of a sudden being like, oh, shit. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And I think that's so interesting. And people have that with throwing up, too. Mm-hmm. They're, like, so afraid they're going to throw up in public that they don't travel or they don't eat out. Right. Like, whoa. See, when I hear that poo one... To me, that is someone who didn't leave home for college because I had to. to get over. You just had to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. When, like the people who won't use a public restroom. Yeah. It's like, I didn't, I didn't have that luxury. I had to get over it in college. Yeah. Although now I will, like if I could come home, I'd rather do that. Yeah. I kind of have a weird poop you thing. Do. Yeah. I just, it's like a really weird, deep, like ingrained one where like I went to Israel. This is not an exaggeration. I went to Israel on that birthright trip when I was like 26 we went for 10 days and then we took two more days and went to Greece. So 12 days. I did not poop once. Wow. Is that over? I mean, that's no, 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 no. It's impressive. fascinating. But wait, here's the best. The minute I opened my apartment door and I stepped my foot and I was like, gotta go. <laughs> it was like this really Oh, so for 12 mental- days you didn't need to go. Like, I'm sure I, like my body probably, but I right. never, it just never happened because I was so like, yeah. I don't know, anxious about it. I did. I went to camp, but it was just for six days to a summer camp. And I had, it was when I was uh, between fourth and fifth or fifth, yeah, fourth and fifth grade. Did not have a good time. Yeah, that's a tough year too. Yeah. Um, Didn't poop the entire time. Also, didn't shower the entire time. (laughs) My mom said when I came home and took a bath, which shows how old I was, I took a bath of like the water. She could see the water changing colors. They didn't make you take showers. They didn't make us. Wow. No. I think that's child abuse. <laughs> it's pretty gross. I think if they had made us take showers, it would have been child abuse. Yeah. Actually. It was such an unpleasant camp. Ugh. And it was like, I don't know. It was very, Hell. yeah. I, and I was, I was that girl who really fantasized about summer camp because I was like, so much fun stuff happens to the cool older kids at summer camp. And then I went to this camp that sucked and nothing cool happened. And I was very homesick and so homesick I couldn't go to the bathroom or take a shower. (laughs) That's me always. (laughs) Um, So you mentioned having told me about, can we go into some of the anxiety stuff? Yeah, sure. So I know that you were, you were going through a, a period of time where you were having really bad anxiety. Yeah. Um, and especially at night it was coming on. Yeah. How are you with all that now? Um, I'm a little bit better. I like, I've been working with a doctor to figure out like what's going on. My hormones are all out of whack, which is like so lame. No one wants to talk about that. But no, I do. Yeah. It's so interesting. Cause I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like I have a normal level of anxiety. Like I get it. I'm neurotic. Like I'm weird about things. Like it takes me a while to get comfortable places. I'm kind of OCD. I have routines, but nothing like, I can't leave the house Mm -hmm. and it was starting to get like that where I'd be in public and like I'd feel really dizzy and like it was just like freaking me out. I was like, there's something like I know I'm crazy, but I'm not that crazy, (laughs) you know, and I was like, I'm afraid to become agoraphobic. That is really intense. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found myself like missing out on things because I didn't want to. Like, I just didn't want to put myself through that stress. So I took a hormone test and my hormone levels were all out of control. My cortisol was really high. I basically mm-hmm. stressed myself into this position. Right. So I'm learning how to not stress as much. I mean, I really like, I'm really a stress case. So I'm working on it and like what kinds shit. of things are helping? I mean, just even just self-talk and like mm-hmm. knowing like, hey, you got yourself to this place because you like worry too much and like things always work out you know like little things like they always 
things will always work themselves out. Like I'm smart. I know how to make things happen and mm-hmm. I just need to like chill a little. Do you know what it was that was freaking you out? Like were you were you thinking about the future? Or were you trying to manage too many things at once? Or? I think it's all that. I mean, I think it started with the breakup and then it was just like work, what's next? And then these big projects mm-hmm. that I put so much weight on. It's like, it's this or nothing. You know what I mean? And then I bought my place that I'm living oh, in. Oh, congratulations. Bought, thank you. And that was crazy. But I also added way more stress than necessary. It's like, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But like, to me, everything felt very like. Like if you don't control it it yeah and it became really physical and like i don't know i just kind of spun myself into Mm -hmm. a little bit of a mess so i'm feeling a little better now yeah good yeah i have to remind myself to like just have faith that things are going to be okay yeah like i you personally allison don't have to hold every piece of this together control everything yeah Yeah. but i but uh, and and like when I'm in a good place, I am just like breathing and everything's okay. And I sort of, this sounds like hippie-ish, but like I have faith in the universe. Yeah. And I trust that everything's kind of on its path. Yes. And, versus when it's like things are awry, I have to fix them. I can't calm down. I got to think about everything. Yeah. Um. But I think I told you that I had experienced really bad anxiety for for a few days, which I know is to someone who experiences anxiety, it's like a few days, fuck off. No, but, but when you're <laughs> pregnant too, that must, yes. you can't take any. No, you can't. Um, and I don't, like if I'm going to go in one direction, usually I will get depressed. I don't get, I don't, like I, there was a time after college where I actually was having panic attacks for a little while, but for the most part, I'm not an, a super anxious person. Um, but all of a sudden I was. Yeah. And I was reminded that it feels it's a physical sensation that's what what surprised me about it like it's not like my thoughts are i'm nervous about this it's like i my heart is racing i can't calm down it's like my it's like someone said be afraid of something and like my body is just so so unpleasant yeah and then you go into like well what's wrong am i having a heart attack yeah and then you start googling don't google your symptoms (laughs) yeah Let's take some questions that people sent in uh, over Twitter. When we ask, they send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. I should have said earlier, though, you guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you so much for your Amazon support. And also, I am on Patreon. Do you know Patreon? No, tell me. Patreon is really cool. It's like Kickstarter, but um, it's on a like ongoing monthly basis, and you can support artists or podcasts that you like. There's different reward levels. You can get extra bonus episodes a month. There's an exclusive live video stream that I do. Um, there's a official fan club level where you get merchandise in the mail, all sorts of fun stuff. And it's just a super fun community. So if you're interested in that, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. You know, I'm going to shop Amazon now. Click through my banner. Thank you. Amazon is like crack. Yeah. I love it. I, um, they pretty much it's it's my the, my go to for everything now. Yeah, because they have everything. They do, and it comes so fast. Oh, it's so yeah. exciting! I love it. 
Except the only problem is that then the boxes pile up. Oh, yeah. And your neighbors think you have a problem. (laughs) I know. I'm embarrassed my neighbors think I have a problem. Do you do most of your shopping online? Oh, yeah. 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 I think I, when it comes to clothing, I actually do too much online. And then I'm like, now I got to return all this and it's kind of a pain. And then you're like, sorry, I have to return this. I always feel bad when I return things. I know. And then I think it would just be, um, I, I shouldn't be making this argument against online shopping. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I look at my pile of stuff that like, like I just bought stuff, maternity stuff, and like all of it, I'm happy to say, was I bought a size too big. Yeah. Which I, thought, I didn't even think there was, it was possible to buy a size too big, <laughs> especially since I went to a doctor's appointment today and I sat down in the chair and I'm like, oh, the sides of my ass are like oh. barely squishing into this chair. What has happened? Oh my God. And I was looking at them like, is this a narrow chair? I feel like this is an average chair. I I'm just above average when it oh comes to body Have you had a breakdown? Size. Have you cried about it? Um, it's no. totally normal, but I, I feel like I would. You know, I've cried. I've cried a fair amount in this pregnancy. I don't think I've cried specifically over my body, but I've been obsessed with. I've been obsessed with it. And it's like a constant thing I talk about and drive people crazy with. Yeah. Because you and I had talked about this. Like, I had weight issues for years and years yeah, and years. Yeah, so and I can I only imagine. I'd be stressed. It. Yes. And then I've I've gained so much as a pregnant person. But I just, I know, like, I look forward to the baby being out of me and then I can just lose the weight and, like, hopefully yeah. turn back into the person I was. Um, at this point, I'm just resigned. But, like, I was sitting in the car with my husband the other night and we were talking and I was just looking at my leg and I'm like, it's so big. <laughs> my leg has become so big. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. And like everything's rubbing. It's, it's on the one hand, I feel like there's something kind of interesting about the fact that I think my, a fear of mine for a long time as someone who had been real overweight and then lost the weight was, Oh no, I don't ever want to gain it all back. Yeah. So in a way, it's kind of like interesting to get, to watch the number go back up, to feel my body oh, get yeah. big again. And I feel like if I can learn to accept myself through that, that's really good. Yeah. And at the same time, it's kind of a good reminder of like, oh, I don't like feeling this big. So right. it's like, I hope I can take the good part of both messages. Um, but just little things like I don't, and I don't. I wonder if other pregnant women have this. Like, I don't even. I am showering every day, but I don't like. It, I'm hesitant to get in the shower because I'm like, I don't want to be alone with my big, gross body. Oh, it's so. I'll not, take a shower with you. Thank you. <laughs> it's so not woman positive to be saying that or That's body hilarious. positive, but it really is. It's yeah. just like. When I feel thin and good and like fit, then I'll like hop in the shower, walk around naked, all that stuff. And totally. now I'm just like, Blech. like, yeah. And, but also it's like leaning over to try to shave my legs just with the big pregnant belly is hard. Forget about it. Yeah. I wish, I wish I could sit here and be like, I've never felt more womanly and more beautiful. There's like a handful of women that love being pregnant. Yeah. And I think they're lying. I, I do too. I th- I know it's weird. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I'm really excited to be having this baby, Yay. and I'm excited that I was able to get pregnant. Well, able with the help of science and a lot of money to get pregnant. We did IVF, um, oh, so wow. I don't mean to cool. sound like I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but it's just um, 
I um all things considered, I think I prefer not being pregnant. <laughs> just Fair in enough. terms of how I feel. Um, okay, Ricky would like to know, will you make two broken girls videos again? Those ones are gold. Oh, I do love those. Those are with my friend Tracy Stump, who's a great comedian and host. We just took a break because it was getting hard schedule-wise, um, and she was so kind to like come and be in my videos for like years. So I'm sure we have some other projects up our sleeves, but it'll come back. Okay. Anna Crystal says, what would happen if you shit, throw up, cough, sneeze, fart, and piss at the same time? The funny thing is that when I first read this, I didn't realize it was in response to my call for questions. So I thought it was just a <laughs> random question. I'm like, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Shit, okay. throw up. Shit, throw up, cough, sneeze, fart, and piss at the same time. Is that po- That's possible, right? I mean, I think like if you were being hung. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry to go dark on that. I'm Damn. just saying. I think that it, well, no, you know, you wouldn't sneeze. But I mean, I think that there are things that can happen to the body where like everything gets released. Like when you sneeze, don't you pee? Like, isn't that a pregnant woman thing? Yes, it's actually worse when I cough. Okay, can you cough and sneeze at the same time? I don't think so. So this question is invalid. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think you can, Jeff? I feel like I have. Really? Like when you're. When yeah, you have I a really so. bad cold and you're kind of coughing. Yeah, and the it all kind of ha- does feel like it happens at the same and time. And you can vomit at the same time. I don't think so. Yeah, vomit would be tough. Yeah, that's. I think that's the only hang up on this thing. The, yeah. the multiple mouth related ones. But like, great question. Really. Right, we're, yeah. we're thinking creative. about it. Yeah, it's a real head scratch. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Ren would like to know: Does Lisa prefer chunky peanut butter or smooth? Oh, chunky! Come on, I love a chunky peanut butter and I love a chunky almond butter. Give me I've that never chunk. had chunky almond butter. Yeah, you need a little bit of a crunch. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite brand? Oh, brands? okay. I'm the worst because I like the most expensive one. Of Justin's course. is that the most expensive? Well, that know. one's really good. It's another one at Whole Foods, and I the reason why I really like it is it's the texture, but also mm-hmm. you don't have to stir it. I don't. I actually don't understand the stir part. Are you supposed to pour that stuff out, or are you actually supposed to? Stir? Oh, the oil that collects yeah. at the top. And See, it I gets would just everywhere. throw it out, but I would think you're supposed to stir it in. I think I'm so, because when really you get to nut, the bottom... I'm not, a, I'm not a nut butter person. You know why? Because it's just... It, that's one of those things that's like, if that comes in the house, I will finish it tonight. Yeah, I have I no self-control when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think my dream would be like a big tablespoon of almond butter, and then I'd like sprinkle Truvia on it or something. Or Splenda. <laughs> I would have to put artificial sweetener on it. Yeah. You can't... You're not my supposed dream. to have artificial... I like that that's <laughs> your dream. Like, can you dream a little bit more exciting? <laughs> How about real sugar? <laughs> Just, it's a dream. Yeah. No, when you're pregnant, they recommend against artificial sweetener. So it's been oh, really tough. Oh, so it really is your dream. It's my dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just today, I was thinking... Because I am going to try to breastfeed. And I was thinking... I hope... I don't use my desire, like all my weird food stuff yeah, and body stuff, yeah, which Shane and I have talked about a bunch because he and I are very similar yeah. with the weird body, the, with all that stuff. Like I hope I don't use my weird body stuff, my weird food stuff as an excuse to give up on breastfeeding early because <laughs> I'm so- You can so, pump and dump, can't you? Yeah, you can. Yeah. But like a, a part of the reason I'm so excited to not be pregnant anymore is because then I can go back to drinking a ton of coffee. Sure. And I can go back to using artificial sweetener and all that. But if I'm breastfeeding, then you can't. You can't. Yeah. Um, fuck that. Yeah. But hopefully I'll become maternal when I have a baby. <laughs> or you just feed them and then you quickly take that Splenda down. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, well, here's kind of a, a, uh, a, a, a deep one, but recovering says how to deal with depression and anxiety. I get this question all the time, which like, I feel that's pretty cool. Um, but also I don't know all the answers. So I would definitely say to seek professional help mm-hmm. if you're really having trouble. Um, but that's pretty much like talk to your friends, talk to your family. I think talking about it helps, um, holding it in, like, it only makes it worse and you feel like you're the only one. And I feel like even just having this conversation, you're like, oh, yeah, we all like kind of experience it in different forms. So I say definitely like ask for help um, and uh, just know that there's a little light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, L says, what was your favorite class at school? Drama. I was such a drama nerd. <laughs> I really just loved theater and dance. Tara Frazier, what's your favorite and least favorite thing about YouTube? Uh, hey, Tara. She's She's been around for a long time. She's a sweet supporter. Uh, our favorite thing is the people that watch the videos and are, like, so kind and uh, supportive of me. And I like being able to, like, make my own content. And the thing I don't like about it is it's kind of a, a cool kids club. And I always feel like I'm kind of on the outside. Like, it's definitely – there is a level of, like, popularity there where it's, like, there's a handful of people that, like – do all the cool stuff and like show up in all the you know they just it's like youtube rewind where it's like all the cool kids are in it and it's like i never i've never been a part of any of that but i'm still trucking along and getting views so i feel like it's a little bit like high school and i just retreat in my my little corner and eat lunch in the bathroom that's interesting now who selects the people that are in the cool club i don't know i think some of it's just like fanship like who's just more more popular and then people like kind of click together like shane's really my only real youtube friend but i think some people like definitely have their little clicks Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm not good at being super social (laughs) i don't go to all the parties and stuff okay someone and i can't find the tweet right now but more than one person wants to know how corny is doing she's great she's so spoiled i love her so like i love that dog so much and my mom helps take care of her because now i'm a single mom so it's like pretty hard when i have long days and then she goes to the little doggy daycare place and they all love her like they like carry her around like a princess the one guy that works there that i'm obsessed with he's like i took her for a walk but i carried her back i was like (laughs) Dwayne. the whole point is so she gets exercise like she just seemed like she wanted to be carried little princess yeah she's great she's like the love of my life how was it determined that you would get to keep her because you and shane bought her together we did but shane like until recently like didn't want to be responsible for anything you know (laughs) and so it wasn't really even a question he was like can you and i like he she stayed over one night and he was like it's too much work (laughs) i was like oh jesus but now he has a dog and he seems to be like loving the process i think he just wasn't like quite prepared at the time right so he comes and visits but and you've had play dates with corny and uno right yeah we did it once uh corny didn't like uno but uno's like a big floppy puppy and it was scary for little corny so i think once like uno becomes a dog then right friends. right yeah let's do just me or everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone Okay. Becky Milliner says, and remember, this is where people write in with things they think or do. I love this. And they wonder, is it just me? Is it everyone? And we let them know. 
Um, whether we have these thoughts or Or uh, things as well. Yeah. (laughs) Becky Milliner says, are ambulances and fire trucks with their lights and sirens on truly on their way to an emergency or just going to a restaurant? Hashtag cynic. I wonder that. I do wonder that as well. I sometimes think the police are like trying to get to some food or something. (laughs) Yeah. The ambulance, I, I choose to believe not. I don't know. I'm trying to think if you ever see an ambulance just driving down the street without the, without yeah like just obeying well, traffic and without the siren going. I don't know. I don't know. And cops will do this thing in L.A. where an ambulance, if they're on the tear or a cop is on the tear and they're just flying it in somewhere, that's fine. But cops will do this thing where they get up to an intersection and there might be a little traffic. Yes. And they'll just flick the lights on, get through the intersection, and then turn them back off. Yes. Yeah. Agree. No emergency there, I don't think. No. I was going to say, did you know that when they send an ambulance, they always send a fire truck as well? Except I don't know if they always do. But my dad, he's fine, but he had a heart attack um, years ago. And so an ambulance had to come get him and a fire truck came too. Yeah. Why did they do that? I don't know. Because they knew it was a medical thing. Is it like if someone needs to knock the door down, that's the fireman's job? Maybe. Or like if you need to get up in a window. Right. Like the medics just do like. Yeah. The resuscitating and grabbing and starting IVs and stuff. Also, how about people that don't pull over? That that weirds me out. Me too. Because I always think like, well, are they just going to drive through your car? Like what do they do? Yeah, what do they do? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, they go right there. Right. Okay. Also, what a situation I don't like is when you hear the siren and you're like, I don't know what direction this is coming from. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Brow advisor says, oh, also, I frequently hear something and then I'm like, was that on the radio or the oh, podcast that or is, is that so in real life? songs when they, yes. when they put it in. I actually, that's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It should be illegal. It should be. Brow advisor says, slightly bothered when a performer brings a drink on stage and then never takes a sip of it. I'm actually not bothered by that. Because I, I feel like I would do that. Except that I think that sometimes like a nervous go-to for me is just to drink the whatever I brought on stage with Right. Me. Maybe they forgot because they got so into it. <laughs> right. But yeah, I guess if you're just like staring at it because you want to sip. Yeah. That's, like a, that's a little bit of an OCD moment, which right. I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned having some OCD rituals. What are they? Yeah. It's just like my schedule. Like I, I do the same like kind of routine before bed and when I wake up. I just kind of – um pretty habitual right and now my dog's into it too like she knows the routine so she knows when i get up right before bed to go get my little like probiotic to go to bed she like the minute i open the fridge and open like the little pro she goes to bed oh she knows <laughs> that's so cute it's no it's just this we are a weird team <laughs> um your curls are so perfect oh thanks yeah is this a curling iron is it a straightening iron that oh, people thanks, use to curl guys, how's it going how's uh, it work? it's a curling iron but i had previously got my hair done so she had done it a few days ago so now it's like still kind of in there so i can't take all the credit is it like a large barrel it's a large barrel okay yeah 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 how big would you say uh what's this would you say that is like one it's that could be two inches i think it might be a two incher okay yeah um maddie porter says cannot stand when the person with the window seat on a plane closes the shade okay look i'm an aisle seat person yeah me too however the times that i have been in the window seat i feel like that's kind of your prerogative i agree 
You ask for that seat, you yeah. get the control. That said, sometimes people will ask you, can you close the shade? Yeah. Um, and the times I've been in a window seat, though, when we start to land and then I open the shade, I feel like, look at me, like take, I'm doing this for everyone. It's for all of us. We all want to <laughs> see. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, another plain thing. And, and also I feel like actually if I ever close the shade, that's for the benefit of everyone too. Yeah. I really become up? altruistic when I'm in that window seat. You're, you're such a caring man. You, <laughs> go, around and, you go around and close <laughs> everyone's. For I know. Um, okay. So here's something that I don't know that it's come up in just mirror everyone, but it's just come up in culture. I've heard people say that it's super rude to recline your seat on an airplane. And I feel like, no, every just if everyone reclines, then we're all okay. Yeah, I do feel like if someone reclines in front of me, then I have to recline. Yeah, but that's what it's there. F- I just sh- never thought of it as I never thought of it as rude, and by that I mean I never thought it was rude when I do it. Right, but, but when the person in front of you does it, then I'm irritated. Rude. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's what it's there for. I don't like, know. Like, am I doing plane travel wrong? Or are we not supposed to use that feature anymore? And seats don't recline that far. They really no. don't. Unless somebody is behind you on a laptop and they already have it up, th- then it's fine. You're not bothering them at all. I think for me, the move is you just, you kind of take it easy. You go easy you with mo- it in case slow. somebody's got a book or a right. laptop there. I think it's just understood that the person in front of you is most likely going to recline. I actually was on a flight once and I tried to recline and I couldn't because there was resistance. Do you and- think someone was holding? <laughs> They had something in the way, yeah. Oh. And I was like going to lose my shit. Almost as upset as I get when my little TV isn't working. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that. I, I, w- I was, I said to Daniel, I'm like, is there something preventing my seat from going back? <laughs> I'm like, take a look. I can't remember what it was. It may have been just like a big person like holding it or I don't, oh. or like leaning against it or I don't know if they had a piece of luggage. I, whatever it was, I, w- I was this close to f- having a like meltdown. I feel like there's some contraption or invention there is a device you can buy to prevent that <gasps> yeah that's really? that seems the most but antisocial you, yeah because yeah, you paid for that seat you should yeah. be able to yes and if you pay for that window seat you should be able to flip that thing up and down yeah okay glad we're all in agreement and when you're going to tilt your seat back you can sort of turn around to the person behind you and be like eh, is this cool I'm right hey move your ski out of the way or yeah. whatever the hell it was i was on a plane uh just this past weekend and you know how the window there's like three there's like three levels of window right so that's like airtight there was a dead bug in there how did that get in there and is that safe for us? How did that how did that do that? Isn't that like, scary? Like what seal did he break? Yeah. The bug? And what little like hole is now right are we going to die because of this little bug? I don't think I don't know that I had paid attention to the three levels of seals I think in the right there's like three panes. Yeah, there's at least two, but I th- think that on the inside if you look somewhere there's a little tiny hole for bugs. For bucks to get in and oh, die and freak you out. brutal. Yeah. I but I think it's an air pressure time. thing. But it is extremely weird. Like, how did a bug yeah, get how did through that get little... Was it a baby when it went through that hole and then it spent its whole life and died in there? Oh, right. my God. Poor guy. Has he been there since the plane was manufactured? Yeah. Maybe he's really old. I feel like I won the lottery. I know. <laughs> um, did you guys hear that there was a 99 million year old fossil found of a um it's a piece of amber that has like a baby dinosaur's tail in it and it's feathers and so now they think that dinosaurs had feathers yeah feathers not scales 
whoa mm-hmm. how'd they fuck that up <laughs> and they kept saying that it was found in a myanmar market and i'm thinking like how did the market have it how did this person have this rare old fossil he thought that it was a plant a pe- the person who was selling it thought it was a plant in amber but it's actually wow. a baby dinosaur tail wow that's incredible i know uh Old New Dad says, just mirror everyone, avoid setting thermostats to 69 degrees because it feels like I'm making a dirty joke. Oh. I get it, but I don't actually do that. I don't yeah. avoid it. Yeah. Me either. That's funny. Um, well, that was a good one. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I thought that was me. I was like, did I just snort? No. Yeah, thanks. I don't know if Jeff was planning to cut out that pause. It was me yawning. <laughs> I can't help it. The baby's tired. <laughs> Megan says, I think about how weird but cool it is that in 25 years, a lot of people in elderly homes will be gaming, like Xbox, etc. I've never thought about that, but it. I think about all the old people that are going to have tattoos. And I think about and that stuff. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But gaming, maybe, or do you just like outgrow that kind of stuff? I don't know. I I could see my husband at like in his 70s or 80s getting excited about, yeah. you know, Grand Theft Auto 45 or whatever it'll be. <laughs> but maybe that's good. That keeps your like brain alert. Yeah. Or do you game at all? Do you game? I don't. I <laughs> I've never said that before. Are you a gamer? Uh, No, I'm terrible. We never grew up with like video games. So it's just like not interesting to me. But I get it. <laughs> do I, you game? No, I don't. I don't game. Excuse me. Was that uh, audible? Was it- <laughs> Was that, that a sound that was, no, that was my throat. <laughs> this is a... Oh it was, Come on. That was not me. Weird side effect of pregnancy, all sorts of like throat rattle sounds. Ooh. And farts, and, right? Yeah. There's that too. Well, <laughs> in general... <laughs> um, Are there weird... Are there, are, are there more farts than normal? There's less healthy bowel movements than normal Mm. like it's a real it's a real ordeal to go to the bathroom um so that's unpleasant and i'd say there's just like a that you know what there is there's less of a desire to pretend i'm not farting good for you (laughs) yeah so i don't know if there's necessarily more farts as much as there's just like i have to have a baby inside me you're gonna smell my fart (laughs) not you guys but my husband i mean you know Better out than in. Go <laughs> right. for it, girl. And then weird throat rattling noises. That's bizarre. Which wouldn't be a problem if I weren't someone who records podcasts yeah. all the time. <laughs> so I'm constantly like trying to pull away from the mic and then looking at Jeff like, could you hear that? It. Ha- I was a guest on another podcast and it happened. That's hilarious. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like a larval form of a burp or something. Mm. <laughs> that makes it even <laughs> so much more disgusting than it needs to be it's just a weird it's just a that was not me that was a sound effect it's just a weird bubble in my throat okay it happened (laughs) (laughs) right on cue Uh, anyway (laughs) no i don't play video games um i look at how immersed my husband gets in them when he doesn't play all the time but like you know periodically he'll sort of reward himself with a, a new game and then he'll be into it or if we're watching television and I decide to go to sleep because lately I've been getting tired like much hours before he does, then he'll sometimes pop in a game. And I look at that. And I'm like, I wish I I wish I could get into, into it because it seems like a nice escape. Yeah. But I just. That's what 
I don't uh, know. Reality I, TV show is for me. Yeah. I just like zone out. What shows? I love The Bachelor. Like I love all The Bachelor in Paradise. Da, da, da. And like uh, last week I was hosting this like little dating show thing for some internet thing. And one of the contestants on The Bachelor was there and I <gasps> asked him so many questions. <laughs> he was probably so annoyed with me. But I get more excited to meet a contestant on those dumb shows. And I like like good TV, but for some reason there's something about – Yeah. They really have got that one down to a science. They what ab- get you. What about the Bravo shows? I don't do those. I got – there's another throat rattle happening. Let it out. It's gonna come. I got very into Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. And then that turned into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, watching that. But then I kind of got off of that. But still into Vanderpump, although this season is not holding my attention as much. Mm. I'm still watching it, but it's not holding my attention as much. Did you watch Westworld? No, I need to do that. It's so good. I, I thought it was really good. There's a show I'm obsessed with that I'm trying to tell everyone about that I hope one day they'll have me on it. It's called Wentworth. Wentworth. It's on Netflix and it's an Australian show that Netflix picked up and now they're going into their fifth season and it's about a women's correctional facility, but it's not Orange is the New Black. It's like a dark, like a dark look at that. And I am obsessed. I can't stop watching it. It's all I think about. Too. I feel like Wentworth is what someone's grandma accidentally calls Westworld. Yeah. You know? I'm going to check it out, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Eris says, always opt for Prime shipping, even if I don't need it, because, damn it, I pay for Prime. Stop trying to bribe me out of it with free pantry. Yeah. You know, yeah. I always. Yeah. If, it, if I can get one day shipping, even if I don't need it, I will do the one day shipping. Absolutely. Yeah. Prime or best. Uh, B Slammon says, gal chat alert, depending on what I'm wearing, I position tampon strings so it doesn't get stuck in such a way that it tugs. Yes, that, do you know but, what you're talking about? Uh, but what would you wear that would? Actually, that part I don't know, no, but I always I, position it in a way so that it doesn't tug because the idea of like feeling it tugging, oh. I never think about it, actually. I actually, I used to be so... I was so worried that I could feel the string that I would actually just shove the string like up there with the (laughs) tampon. And it really wasn't a problem until one day I, and it was like, this was early in my having a period and my brother lived in Las Vegas and I was visiting him for a few days and it was like a hundred, it felt like 120 degrees. I don't know what it really was. And I was in the bathroom and then it was 13. Like I had, my period was very new. So new that I was like, what's the problem with just shoving the, putting the tampon right. in and then putting the string up there too. And I could not find get it. it. <gasps> yeah. I couldn't find it to get it out. And I was like, I was already sweating. And then I was even more like oh. sweating even more. And I was oh. freaking out. And I was like, what am I going to do? Cause I don't want to tell him what's going on. Oh. But anyway, I fi- finally got it out, but never again did I shove, the, <laughs> put no. the string up there no. with it. So, uh, young menstrual women listening yeah don't shove the string up there although if you do my advice is take a deep breath and bear down you'll you'll find it just bear down yeah um really gross story that i can't believe i'm about to tell oh do but so my friend is a gynecologist and she says all the time women would come in and like either complain of a smell or something and then realize ah! and she'd have to pull them out oh along with condoms oh and i actually had a situation where i was like where did that one condom go it must have just fallen under the bed that's the hope always nope a week later <gasps> 
the day, the first day of shooting Party Girl, I wake up at four in the morning and I like have my coffee and then I go to the bathroom and I hear like a thump and I'm like, what in the fuck? And sure enough, it arrived. It was so devastating and also so hilarious and also so devastating. And I called my friend like so early in the morning. She's like, it's fine. As long as like it came out, like those are meant to be like in your body, not for a week, but like everything was fine. But ew, I'm disgusting. (laughs) And like, what a way to kick off like my shit. It was (laughs) just ridiculous. So yeah, that stuff happens though. I don't even know. And I was like up in there trying to get it myself because I thought maybe you just couldn't find it. Yeah. See, this came up recently on somehow, I forget what aspect of this, but I had Dr. Drew and Dr. Bruce on my show and I was talking to Dr. Drew and he mentioned something. I don't know if it was like something getting caught somewhere, but I just thought like the, I think it's called the cult, like the what's on the side of the cervix, the cul-de-sac, like it doesn't go up that far. Yes, yeah, so I think you'd be able to. Yeah, but I guess there's just little nooks and crannies that things can hide out in. Now, were you worried about pregnancy? Because that's what I would wonder about. No, because it was one of those like, where did that one go? Let's get another one. Oh. So gross. That's probably See, why I, was I like, had heard store. Like, I remember in college that that happened to a friend of mine and we had to go to the health center so she could get get it retrieved. <laughs> but retrieved. my hunch had always been that the guy had like flipped it off or something Ooh. as opposed to it just falling off yeah but this time it was like it just this was like a drunken yeah evening okay yeah not one of my finest hours <laughs> um okay maddie porter says when babies are in movies i always wonder what the casting process was like crew member kid or are there baby agents i think there's baby agents yeah i think there must and be you just see pictures right probably for that it's just picture based. What's interesting is I know a woman who recently had twins, a girl and a boy, and her boy has been in a lot of TV shows because um, on Facebook she'll post a photo um, of like, you know, like shows that you would have heard of. Her boy right. has been in the shows and I'm thinking, but why just the boy? <laughs> like, yeah, does this, it does is the maybe the girl is camera shy. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Are you going to put your baby in the movies? I mean, honestly, how much does it pay? It probably pays fairly well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how you like do that. Because I have friends with cute kids that are like, how do we get it? I was like, I've, I actually have no idea. I actually think putting your baby in movies would be okay, but I would Once not. Once they're aware. Right. Yeah. I'm then I you. don't think I would want to do I'm it. Totally with you. Um, that being said, I think it would actually also be kind of a pain in the butt, though, to put your baby in the, in a movie because I think you're probably you you're there all day and, all day yeah. yeah um you are a stage mom you yes. would become a stage mom i gotta see what the kid wants you know yeah if yeah. he's into it you gotta see what the kid looks like right like that's the, the main thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> um right like how misshapen is his head yeah, right. <laughs> tracy says like to think that act i like to think that actor couples in some commercials got together for real and have a happy life probably in some commercials they did maybe yeah I get it. I totally get the why people get together with their like love co-star. You work so closely with these people. You like have to kind of fall in love with them right. a little bit. 
Speaking of the guy that you had a romance with in Party Girl, I just love him. He's he's so cute. He's the cutest. Ted Cannon. I was not yeah. familiar with him. He is the best. He does a lot of commercial work, and he came. He from, looks familiar. Yeah, he came from the Sunday Company. Um, years ago, I went to go see my friend in a show, and I remember him in it. And he came in. We had all these like really cute guys come in. It was like so fun for me. <laughs> I bet. It was like a dating session. Um, and then Ted came in last, and he just like. It just was him, and like we just had great chemistry, like off the bat. He's married with kids, unfortunately, oh. but like I'm happy for him, and they're lovely. Uh, but yeah, I definitely like we'd have a little like love for each other without actually having love. For right, each other. Yeah. right. Um, and by the way, sorry, all my questions are focused on Party Girl as opposed to This Isn't Working. It's just that I had ju- I just watched that. Fair one. enough. I appreciate it. So. Thank you for watching it. Lisa, thank you so much for being on the oh show. Oh my god, the best! Thanks for having me back again. What have I? What have I missed? Is there anything big I've missed? No, this is my life. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, you guys follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe iTunes.com/slash Allison Rosen. Also, leave a nice comment. We love nice comments, and it helps out the show. Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And Lisa, where do we find you and tell everyone what to look for and all that? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Leesbug or on Instagram, Leesbug, Twitter, little Schwartzy. And watch my shows. Both of them are available on Hulu. By the way, when I put out the call for Twitter questions, I accidentally first referred to you as at Leesbug on Twitter. That's just definitely some, not you. It's not some random lady. With who, an egg avatar, but, yeah. a, but a name. I wonder if I can get that back. She's never uses it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, social media. I know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how stupid of me. How stupid of me that I didn't double check. But it was fine. I, it was only up for like five minutes. That I poor lady probably gets a lot. Of yeah. yeah. She probably does. Yeah. Um, thank you again so Thanks much. For me. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 